The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii. Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XD TV, channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC, channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZJO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ, Channel 14 on Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church is located at 1043 Middle Street, the headquarters of the Gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world, with a sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon a landmark in Kali for over 90 years, and our prayer towel, the first of its kind in Hawaii, used exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August 4, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn Sr., in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience. Saints, wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. The church choir under the skilled direction of Emilia Hahn has prepared an uplifting and stirring edition of his song filled with hope and encouragement to stand firmly on the promises of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. 
to rise above fear and doubt with Jesus as our captain and march on to victory. Their song is entitled, Salvation is Here. Sing along with the choir using the words on your screen and be lifted up. Salvation is here. Salvation is here. 
Thank you, choir. That was awesome. Coming up next will be the church band under my direction to play an all-time favorite that warms the heart with its moving and inspiring medley entitled Hallelujah.
Thank you, Ben. Well done. We call upon our vocal soloist for today, Kelsey Pualoa, to sing a heartwarming rendition of the song, Beyond the Sunset. The words are filled with joyous anticipation of our glorious union with our Savior Jesus Christ and our dear loved ones and friends who have gone on before us in heaven. Kelsey will be accompanied by Christy Hahn on the piano, Associate Pastor Marvin Abing on bass, Associate Pastor Winsprout Sr. Mason Asano Sr. on the guitars, and Iris Locke on the drums. Was beautiful, Kelsey. Thank you. We call upon our church choir once again to sing their final number for today entitled, Stand Up for Jesus. Be not afraid. You have chosen the Lord, our God, Jesus Christ. You become a soldier for Jesus with the whole arm of Christ. As you stand for Jesus, it is He who will deliver you into glorious victory.
a wonderful song. Thank you, choir. Coming up next will be the flute section of our church band with a spirited and toe-tapping rendition of Oh My My with I'll Fly Away. We now turn our attention to a talented and faithful couple in the Lord, 
Associate Pastor Marvin and Shirley Nabing to sing a warm and moving rendition of the song, Sometimes Alleluia. We would like to dedicate this beautiful number to a very dear couple in the Lord, Mr. and Mrs. Galen and Patty Kuamoto. Their faithfulness in the Lord and active participation, laboring in and outside the house of God, will be rewarded by Jesus Christ himself. God bless you both in this life and that to come. Sometimes Sometimes praise the Lord Sometimes gently singing Our hearts with one accord Oh, let us lift our voices Look toward the sky and start to sing. Oh, let us now return His love. Just let our voices ring. Oh, let us feel His presence. Let the sound of praises fill the air. Oh, let us sing this song of Jesus' love to people everywhere. Sometimes alleluia, sometimes praise the Sometimes gently singing Our hearts in one accord Oh, let our joy be unconfined Let us sing with freedom unrestrained Let's take this feeling that we're feeling Outside these walls and let it ring. Oh, let the Spirit overflow as we are filled from head to toe. We love you, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And we want this world to Sometimes alleluia, sometimes praise the Lord, sometimes gently singing our hearts in one Sometimes Sometimes praise the Lord, sometimes gently singing. 
Hi and praise the Lord, everyone. I'm a Sufi pastor for this Daniel Jr. And I would like to re repeat our television time station locations in the country as for viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that this telecast cannot be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC, channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV, channel 8, and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KACY, Channel 9 in Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KGGO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KGZZ-TV, Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, Boston, Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. From 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website, JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning gospel services here in Homestead, Hawaii. Services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. And our county key branch church located at 1361 Colonel Avenue. Gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule observed by neighborhood branch churches. The services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald B. Katsama Sr. in Kanaka Kamokai. The Pastor Kenneth Ellen Very in Lahaina Maui. Pastor Walter Aitino in Hilo, Hawaii. The Pastor Leonard Kiwai Asana Sr. in Kolo, Kauai. The Pastor Helma Sarah in Blogo, Pitawayan. And Pastor Vesper Sarah in Pazos, Cotabata, Mindanao, Philippines. You're welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. Wherever you desire to voluntarily contribute to support this telecast and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated in the conclusion of the telecast. And now I'd like to return our program back to Head Pastor Billy Ann Jr., who bring forward a spirit-directed and spirit-invited sermon. Pastor Billy? Thank you, Jose. It has been very heartwarming and a true privilege indeed to receive your calls, written correspondences, and verbal expressions of deep admiration for our talented choir, band, orchestra, and various vocal and instrumental groups who diligently participate in the musical portion of these weekly telecasts. However, no matter how outstanding the performance may be, please remember that paramount above all else is the inspiring word of God. It not only quenches one's thirst, but is also the very staff of life and truly God's manna for our hungry souls. Many times we may unwarringly become attached to a preacher, a pastor, a priest, or a minister, far, far more than Jesus Christ himself. This, in my opinion, can lead to unwarranted situations and result in great personal disappointments that we have witnessed in the news media. Man is weak and man fails. 
But you can be sure that Jesus Christ never fails. Hence, the star of these weekly telecast presentations, dear television viewers, is certainly Jesus Christ. And we must always look unto him. Therefore, please join me in the reading of today's sermon entitled, Repentance and Reconciliation in Christ Jesus. Perilous times all around us causes many born-again believers to be troubled. Hence, this unfortunate consequence has allowed these troubling times to foster a failing faith within, subsequently resulting in unbelief. Believers must not be troubled by these perilous situations, pending wars, and rumors of wars. As described in Matthew 24, 6, And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Many hold grave concerns over the potential use of weapons of mass destruction and the present fearful threats of terrorism. In addition, famines, earthquakes, pestilences, and plagues are at the forefront of people's minds, along with the fact that these things are happening on a global scale that many find very difficult to fathom. True born-again believers must remember first and foremost that God's Word, the Bible, teaches us in 2 Timothy 1.7, For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Secondly, we as the body of Christ, His church, have been forewarned by these latter times and must pray on to victory with increased faith and love in Christ Jesus by His conceding to fearful attitude. Jesus Christ, God Himself, stands before us all with His arms outstretched, calling to both the faithful and unfaithful, and both the saved and the unsaved, saying, Come unto me. Everyone needs Jesus Christ in their daily lives today, and we must all come and experience His plan for the salvation of our souls. Jesus Christ is our first line of defense for His believing saints of God, and the only victory for unbelievers and those saints who have gone back into the world. Jesus Christ stands ready to take us through the process of remorse, repentance, forsaking, abstinence, and true reconciliation in Christ Jesus. The promise given to the body of Christ, His church, is to be delivered from the tribulation period. And yes, television viewers, we are not yet in the tribulation period. Therefore, let us all stand confident in Christ Jesus, despite all else. Stand firmly in the holy place and prepare ourselves for a return of Jesus Christ in clouds of glory. We all have the privilege to call upon the name of Jesus Christ and to plead for the cover of His precious blood in times of trouble. Jesus Christ saw the blood sprinkled on the lintel and side posts of the doors of the children of Israel in Egypt. Likewise, when He sees His blood upon us, He will pass over us and keep us all free from evil, harm, and danger. Matthew 24, 12-13 reads, And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. Hence, we must accept the challenge to perpetuate the gospel of the kingdom of God in these closing times. Matthew 5, 11-12 also relates, Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Jesus Christ clearly understood that he was addressing many who were immature in their spiritual faith and love unto him. 
Then too, his disciples were also in their early stages of maturity and perfecting their spiritual life. The Jews of that time were living under the oppression of the Roman Empire. They yearned for freedom and autonomy when Jesus Christ first began his ministry. Despite the many signs and wonders of God performed by him, they still looked at Jesus Christ as more of a champion for freedom rather than the true Messiah and Christ. Jesus Christ advised his believers that their suffering for righteousness would be great, but he also assured them that their reward would far exceed their suffering. Hebrews 2.10 provides this explanation, for it became him for whom all are, are all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons unto glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. The children of Israel's exodus out of Egypt and their journey to take the promised land is synonymous with the lives we live today as true born-again Christians who are marching on to victory in Christ Jesus. Mark 1, 14-15 highlights the gospel ministry of Jesus Christ. Now after that, John was put into prison. Jesus came to Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. Let me ask you, dear television viewers, do you believe in the second coming of Jesus Christ? If your response is yes, then you must believe the gospel of the kingdom of God preached by Jesus Christ himself on the shores of Galilee. Hence, the gospel is the good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. And today is our day of salvation, and now is our time to believe and accept Jesus Christ as our Savior, Master, and Lord. The salvation of our souls is our most precious possession in this earthly life, and therefore we make our humble confession of sin today because tomorrow may be too late. The gospel is Jesus Christ's personal invitation to you and me to attend his soon coming meeting in the air. John 3, 5 is God's personal invitation to every man, woman, and child. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Jesus Christ gave the Apostle Peter the key to salvation, which is his name, Jesus, in their conversation on the coast of Caesarea Philippi. Peter then profoundly preached the gospel, proclaiming the name of Jesus Christ on the day of Pentecost. Hence, we must believe the gospel and accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior by being baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ and being filled with God's Holy Spirit. Doing so, we become new creatures in Christ Jesus, having acknowledged with deep regret and guilt that we have been born sinners into this world. Being born again is accomplished by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ. And being filled with God's Holy Spirit is evidenced by the speaking God's unknown tongue, just as the 120 disciples did on the day of Pentecost in Jerusalem. Water baptism represents the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And being born again in water baptism identifies us with Jesus Christ in name, in action, and in faith. 1 Peter 3.21 confirms the like figure whereunto even baptism doth also now save us, not that the putting away of the filth of flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Mark 16.16 expounds this truth. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Jesus Christ is the perfect example for mankind to follow, and he was baptized in the river by John the Baptist. 
Hence, he expects every man, woman, and child to believe on him and to be baptized in the same manner. Naaman, the captain of the Syrian army, possessed a troubled spirit when he suffered from leprosy. Therefore, the prophet Elijah instructed Naaman to go and dip seven times in the river Jordan to be healed of his leprosy. But Naaman, being wise and prudent in his own eyes, expected Elijah to just speak the word and he would be healed. He further argued that he preferred to dip himself in the rivers of Damascus because he felt they were better than the river Jordan. Let us read in 2 Kings 5, 13 to 14. And his servants came near and spake unto him and said, My father, if the prophet had bid thee to do some great thing, wouldst thou not have done it? How much rather than when he said to thee, Wash and be clean? Then went he down and dipped himself seven times in Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God, and his flesh came again like unto the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. Naaman finally obeyed Elijah's instructions, and he was cleansed of his leprosy. The same instructions are presented to you today, dear television viewers, to obey God's commandment to be born of water and of the Spirit to be saved. You're not joining the church. You are obeying God's commandments. God's instructions given in Acts 30 are very simple to follow. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Water baptism is an act of faith on our part, and we must follow the example of good works established by Jesus Christ himself to receive remission of sins. 2 Corinthians 7, 9-12 defines the act of repentance. Now I rejoice, not that he were made sore, but that he sorrowed to repentance. For he were made sorry after a godly manner, that he might receive damage by us in nothing. For godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of. But the sorrow of the world worketh death. On the day of Pentecost, the outpouring of God's Holy Spirit was manifested upon the 120 who obediently tarried for 10 days in the upper chamber in Jerusalem. Peter, now filled with God's Holy Spirit, then preaching power and demonstration, the baptism in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And on the day of Pentecost, 3,000 accepted the altar call given by Peter, repented, and were baptized. Then a few days later, an additional 5,000 souls accepted Jesus Christ by repenting and being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. In addition, the entire house of Cornelius was baptized and filled with God's Holy Spirit, being obedient to Peter's preaching. Peter confirmed that the only correct baptism is in the name of Jesus Christ. In Acts 4, we reads, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. The saving name of Jesus is God's greatest revelation to mankind. Hence, we believe the name of the Father is Jesus, the name of the Son is Jesus, and the name of the Holy Ghost is Jesus. Being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, we then become married to Jesus Christ as the bridegroom. This is similar to the physical marriage where the wife takes on the surname of her husband. By taking on the family name of Jesus, we now can claim God's promise to inherit eternal life in heaven above. Paul provides this spiritual encouragement in Hebrews 2.3. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord, and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? Revelation 2, 2-5 opens our understanding about reconciliation. I know thy works, and thy labor, and thy patience, 
and how thou canst not bear them which are evil. And thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not, and hast found them liars, and hast borne, and hast patience, and for my name's sake hast labored, and hast not fainted. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. Remember therefore from whence thou art fallen, and repent, and do the first works. Or else I will come unto thee quickly, and will remove thy candlestick out of his place, except thou repent. Oftentimes the desire for worldly things will cause many believers to despise righteousness. Doing so, they leave their first love, the Lord Jesus Christ, to compromise and possess the things of this world. The body of Christ, his church, must be disciplined in their love and service to the Lord Jesus Christ, regardless of the cost. We must stand for truth and righteousness, even if we have to stand alone with Christ Jesus. We must always consider our ways, repent when we fail, and return to our first works. If we do not repent, the Lord Jesus Christ may choose to put out our candlestick, which means that he can end our life in a moment. When we say we love Jesus Christ, we must love him for who he is and not be afraid to stand up for him in every test, trial, and temptation. When we say we love him, we must be willing to do whatever is necessary to serve him and to demonstrate our love through his righteousness. In these last days, spiritual discipline within ourselves and within the church must be defended to the very letter. 2 Corinthians 5, 18-21 provides this powerful exhortation. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given unto us the ministry of reconciliation, to wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then are we ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead, be reconciled to God. For he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Let us stand fast and be reconciled to Jesus Christ in all that we say and do for him. Colossians 1, 20, 21 teaches us reconciliation in all things and having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself. By him I say, whether they be things in earth, or things in heaven. And you that were sometime alienated and enemies in your mind by the wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unprovable in his sight. Ephesians 2, 14 to 16 brings both Jews and Gentiles together. For he is our peace who hath made both one and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments containing ordinances, for to make in himself of twain one new man, so making peace, and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby. Jeremiah 3, 12-15 calls God's backsliding children to turn back to Christ Jesus. Go and proclaim these words toward the north, and say, Return thou backsliding Israel, saith the Lord, and I will not cause mine anger to fall upon you, for I am merciful, saith the Lord, and I will not keep anger forever. Only acknowledge thine iniquity, 
that thou hast transgressed against the Lord thy God, and hast scattered thy ways through the strangers under every green tree. And he hath not obeyed my voice, saith the Lord. Turn, O backsliding children, saith the Lord, for I married unto you. And I will take you, one of your city, and two of your family. And I will bring you to Zion. And I will give you pastures according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Jesus Christ is married to the backslider, and his daily calling the lost ones to return to him. Won't you accept this call and come back to Jesus Christ today in full repentance and reconciliation? Jesus Christ has given his believers many promises. However, the greatest promise given to the body of Christ, his church, is to anticipate the return of Jesus Christ in clouds of glory. Let us then continue to press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. To hear him say, come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. If you would like to know more about God's word, the church, and review the Selakad's presentation in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. In closing today's telecast, the church band will render that favorite anthem entitled, Lean on his arms.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.